Hey everybody, welcome back to One Mic, where I watch it so you don't have to. And today I'm here to talk about episode one of the new HBO series, Leticia, which uh, premiered Monday, August 30th. Now, I don't know, I, well, I didn't know too much about this show. You know, I kind of saw a, a trailer for it. Not, It wasn't even really a trailer. It was kind of like a brief ad for like things that HBO had coming out. There's something else coming out with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain, I think on like the 12th that I have some interest in that I'll probably end up covering on this channel. But I saw both of those things and I was immediately drawn to the Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain thing. But um, the more I looked into this uh, Leticia show, I, the more interested I became. So uh, episode one was uh, came out on Monday the 30th. I watched it on Tuesday and I'm here to talk about it. Um, what I'm probably going to do and uh, in, in my research on this show, I found out this actually came out in 2019. It's from France. And the whole thing's in French, by the way. So if you're somebody who's averse averse to subtitles, then uh, this is this probably won't be for you. But please, if you're somebody who's averse to subtitles, work on that because you're missing out on a lot of great shit, including Gamora. But that's neither here nor there. I noticed it came out in 2019, so I'm trying to find the actual, you know, the whole thing, just so that way I don't have to wait six weeks to see what happens here. But I mean, hey, that's an indication of how much I enjoyed it, though, right? So. Um, I think I found it. I'm working on trying to download it. The only issue is going to be, I don't know if it's going to have subtitles or not. If it doesn't have subtitles, I don't speak French, so I'm fucked. And I'll just have to wait every week like those of you who, I don't know. I don't know how many of you are going to be watching this. I don't know how many of you are going to be watching the show. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to be stuck in the same situation as you guys, you know, waiting week to week. But um, on to the show. Uh, I thought this first episode was incredibly compelling, and I'm going to tell you why. You know, generally when you have this, this, the show's about, a, it's essentially a murder mystery, at least on the surface it is. And uh, it's based on a true story. It's about an 18 year old girl. She has a twin uh, who, who goes missing and, uh, you know, we have to find out what happened to her. What's interesting about this show is that for all intents and purposes, the mystery is solved in the first episode um, through uh, a variety of witness accounts and Witness stunningly uh, helpful witness accounts. Like I, I figure out, I figure when you have situations where a girl goes missing, and you're looking to find out what happened, most of the people you talk to are are either going to be un uncooperative or just not very helpful. Like, oh no, I don't know this person, or yeah, I saw him, but whatever. Like, there's a guy who gives her, who shows the the cops a text message. Like, yeah, twelve thirty, she texted me this. Here it is, right here on my phone. They interview probably like five or so guys, which, um, what I'll get to later, I think, uh, the fact that they interviewed five or, I think it was five guys, maybe six, five or six guys about what happened to her that day, um, I think is important, but, um, they interview a guy that's supposedly her boyfriend, they interview the guy that she's cheating on her boyfriend with, they interview a guy who works with her that I think clearly has a crush on her, they interview a guy who, uh, sees her at the bar, they interview a guy who sees her, I think, like, outside of a hotel, like, they interview all these guys, right? And they're like, yeah, I saw her, I, you know, I saw this, I saw that. This is what happened. It leads them to the next person. And essentially, they find the guy and he confesses all in the first episode. Like, she goes missing. They get all these witness accounts. They find the guy who did it and he testifies in the episode. And it's a six-episode limited series. So there's obviously going to be a lot more that happens here. And I think what's going to be interesting about this show is that it's going to be less about... Um, the events of that night and what happened to her on that day 
and more about the uh, what happened that led up to that point, their their backstory, so to speak, or what happened in the past that that led to these events. Uh, so there's a few things that this show does that I think that that kind of like lead me to that assumption, right? So um, we have flashbacks that are uh, at times pretty hard to watch. Um, they show a history of abuse, both um, for, uh, toward their mother and toward them as children, the twins. Um, there's a, a really uh, pretty graphic scene, two pretty graphic scenes where um, one of them, uh, the father holds one of the babies over a balcony. Like we don't see it clearly, like we see it through like a uh, like a uh, a frosted kind of balcony window, but still uh, really wild shit. And then there's a a a I guess a, a rape scene where we don't see the actual rape, but we see everything that led up to it, and we see the aftermath, and we see one of the girls is awake at about the age of four hearing this happening. Uh, so some pretty rough stuff. They've, they've already established that the father is abusive. They're, well, I have to rewind a little bit. Their original father is abusive. They currently are with foster parents. And they've also played up the idea that the foster parents might not be on the up and up as well. Um, you know, there, there's uh, a moment where they show Leticia talking with the guy that she's cheating on her boyfriend with. And she says, you know, my parents are really strict. They're always spying on me, watching, you know, my comings and goings and whatnot. And then there's another moment where, you know, and, you know, while the whole family is worried, the twin that's alive and, and they know where she is, Jessica, uh, she's like leaning on the father and he starts to like kind of like caress her cheek as she pushes his hand away. And that could be just a, a symptom of, of not being able to accept a grown man affection because of what their father was like, which again, so far we've only seen two scenes with their father, their original father, and these were as infants and as at four-year-olds. So uh, we, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's still far more to see with the father, but that could just be a symptom of, of them just not being comfortable with, with adult male affection because of how their father was. Or it could be a sign that the foster father's, uh, you know, hasn't been so great, great either. So there's a lot of things that I think lead me to the place of uh, when I said that I feel like it's important that they, they interviewed all these guys. I wonder if, it, if, you know, because of the abuse of the father at a young age, if she is prone to like hanging out with more guys or, or, or more prone to being taken advantage of by men. Because like the, the guy who ultimately is the one who supposedly kills her, you know, he, he, he takes advantage of her. He's got her, he's got her drinking, he's got her smoking weed. You know, all, all this kind of stuff, right? So I'm not going to get into the details of, of everything that was revealed throughout the first episode, but we learn a lot about the backstory. Well, not a lot, but we learned some uh, about the, the backstory of them with, with their original birth parents. And then we learned that there might be some things going on that we don't know about in the present day as well. Uh, Leticia has written some letters that we don't know who they're for, what their purpose was. But at the very beginning, three months prior to her disappearance, uh, we see a letter that said... Uh, Look around you. It's not just me lying. Uh, we don't know who that's directed toward. We don't know what it's referencing, but that's the, that's how they opened the show. And then we fast forward three months, and then the, we're we're at the point of her abduction. And the person who captures her makes it almost sound like a crime of passion and like an accident. But if she's already talking about look who's lying three months prior to that happening, there's a lot of stuff that's built up to that. So I'm excited to see what they have planned as far as like, are they gonna uh, not just give us more backstory about the original parents, but, uh, you know, learn more about the guy who did this. Cause th this actor, whoever this is, he plays a psychopath very well. Like this guy's frightening, uh, really good stuff. I mean, I, I think he's, it, he hasn't had a, much on screen time yet. He may end up with much more, but 
he's scary kind of like how um oh man i forget his name but the guy on mindhunter was scary um but yeah they they there's a whole lot of stuff they can do here and i'm really excited to see where it goes so a couple other things i want to talk about the two girls who play uh uh, Leticia and Jessica are both already doing a really good job. Marie Colomb uh, plays Leticia and Sophie Breyer or Breyer, I'm not sure how to pronounce that last name, plays the sister, Jessica. Uh, the guy who plays the, the, the killer, uh, his name's Tony. That guy, like I said, playing a great psychopath. Um, really excited to see what they're going to give this guy to do throughout the course of these six episodes. Um, I wonder if the sister, Jessica, knows more than she's letting on. She spends, spends most of the first episode very quiet, not saying much, not responding to the police very well, Seems to claims to not really know much of what's going on, but her quietness, the brushing away of the father's hand, and the presence of the letter uh, concerns me about how much Jessica may actually know and be involved here. Uh, the police uh, find the letters. They uh, give the well, they don't give them to Jessica, but they tell Jessica that they exist outside of the parents. They send the parents out of the room, the foster parents, and they tell her about these letters. And the letters allude to uh, thoughts of her own death, um, stuff like that. And we overhear Leticia in a flashback saying that she, she plans on leaving. And Jessica says this to the police, like, you know, she wants to move. I don't know how I feel about that, but that's what she wants to do. Um, so there's a whole lot that I think led up to this and, and, and episode one painted almost like a crime of passion and everything's wrapped up. And I think that her, their, their, their past with their uh, original parents, I think that there might be things happening with the foster parents. All of this I think is going to lead to what ultimately ends up happening between these, between Leticia and Tony. And I think it's going to be something that's much more complex than what we're looking at on the surface. And that, that excites me. So I'm looking forward to that. So hopefully I'll be able to get these six episodes uh, hopefully they'll have subtitles and I can watch those, do the videos and then just put up, you know, have them scheduled to come out every Monday. Cause I think the show airs Monday at nine, Monday at 10, something like that. So, so that's the plan. If not, I'll watch it on Mondays, Monday night or something. And I'll get a video up on Tuesday. So, uh, I don't know how many people are going to end up watching this. I don't know how many people are going to watch this show, but, uh, if you watch it, subscribe, get the notifications and I'll see you guys every Monday night or every Tuesday to talk about these next five episodes. All right. Peace.